You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. In the dynamic world of enterprise security, identity architects and IT leaders face a major challenge. Growth by repeated acquisitions multiplies the complexity of everything. Multiple IDPs, MFA providers, policy engines that all need to coexist. This can lead to fragmented user identities and policies that create security vulnerabilities and add access friction. Strata Identity solves this. Now you can decommission unneeded IDPs and consolidate the ones you'd like to keep without rewriting apps or disrupting users, engineers, and app owners. Plus, Strata's modular architecture makes it easy to integrate with any identity provider without manual maintenance and coding. Join the ranks of cybersecurity leaders using identity orchestration. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your top identity security priorities, and receive a pair of complimentary AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations with over 5,000 employees. Step into a new era of identity management at strata.io slash cyberwire. Hello, my name is JD Hansen. I am a CIO and CISO at Code42. Right around high school, I started to kind of realize I was really interested in technology. I ended up working for free for the technology coordinator at my high school just because I was really interested in learning more. And he took time to kind of teach me everything he knew. We used to buy computer parts from different places to save some money. And then we would assemble the computer parts for our school labs. That sparked kind of an interest at a really early age. Obviously didn't know exactly what I wanted to be professionally at that time, but definitely knew I wanted to do something with technology. I went to college um, at the University of North Dakota. I ended up thinking maybe I wanted to be a software developer and took a number of classes thinking my major would be computer science. Um, I then switched to computer information systems, just a bit of a tangential degree, but had a little bit more of the business focus to it and ended up graduating from there after packing everything in in three years. When I was in college, I was probably, you know, two women to, you know, 30 in some classes. So very, very small representation. Certainly uh, even smaller representation in the software development side. When I switched to be more of that computer information systems where you had a bit more of the business side, that's where we saw a, a few more women in some of my classes. Certainly not a degree that has a high degree of women getting it, at the time anyways. 
I got out of school, I was initially offered my first cybersecurity job at Microsoft. I did accept it, but at the same time I accepted it, I got engaged and made kind of that personal decision to live in the same city as where my fiance at the time was was living. And so I was back on the job hunt. I ended up turning down the Microsoft job and I joined Deloitte in their enterprise risk services organization. And this was very much kind of the entry to everything computer controls as well as cybersecurity. So I, I like to joke when, when I first started at Deloitte, I was doing pen test work for companies and when nobody in the world really even understood what a pen test was. Now lots of people understand what it is and it's more of a common term, but at the time it was not very wide known. I joined Target at the very kind of early stages of them building out their cybersecurity program. Got to spend, you know, a, a good chunk of time in each of the functions that were that are part of the security program. Ended up going through the very large-scale Target breach, stayed on for a bit longer. Code 42, it's such a fun place to join. I joined in 2016. They were, at that time, got a round of funding to build out their security products. So really excited to be part of a company building software to support the security teams that I've been part of for so many years. At Target Corp, I spent some time in insider risk, and that was a function that I led and so to come to Code 42 and be part of their journey in building out their insider risk solution um, was really appealing to me. That's one of the things that I help with here at Code 42. So in addition to my CIO job and my CISO job, I also get to spend a fair amount of time with the product management team sharing insights and knowledge of what worked from an insider risk perspective. You know, at Coferi too, I mean, I'm so proud of the work that we're doing in this space. We had, you know, over 3,000 people join the Insider Risk Summit. We believe that in security, you the only way to win this is to win together. It is absolutely a team sport. And there is so much happening in the insider risk space, given our increase in collaboration software that we use every day. More and more people just moving jobs and taking data with them when they leave. It's this portion of security that sometimes is overlooked in an organization that we feel really strongly about that companies need to kind of shine a light there and basically just be aware of what's going on within their organization. The utopia for me and my team is to get to a spot where the team is just firing on all cylinders and being really proactive about what's coming and what's changing. My job is to make sure I'm there, make sure I'm removing roadblocks, make sure I'm um, supporting them in a way where we get the funding that we need for the things that we need to deliver, but um, ultimately get out of their way so they can do the brilliant job that they do every day. My current boss is an incredible mentor for me, and he's one of the reasons I'm actually at Code42. He's just an amazing leader and somebody that I've watched and have taken so many great learnings from in my everyday. I try really hard to 
do things that might scare me every day. I have a background um, image on my desktop and it says, be brave enough to suck at something new. And so I try really hard to take on something new or drive a differing opinion or a differing idea. I don't know that I have any sort of like specific tactic in that regard other than just taking a minute and thinking about it and asking opinions throughout the company for kind of what we should do next. You know, in a lot of cases, young women might be a little bit more apprehensive for joining a career in cybersecurity or a career in technology if they don't see people at certain levels that look like them or that act like them, they might think, hey, this isn't for me. And my advice would be like, if you're interested in it, it's for you. If you're having fun doing it, it's for you. Get involved and then stay curious throughout your journey. I've heard from too many young adults that have convinced themselves that this isn't the space for them. I truly believe it's because they don't have a mentor that looks like them or acts like them in this space. And I guess I would tell lots of young women, you, you can love fashion and you can love cybersecurity. And that is 100% okay. <laughs> I hope that the team doesn't even see me, just sees what the team has done collectively. I don't think that there's really any one leader that has come in and that leader did it. It's always the team overall that has contributed. I hope that people look back to say, wow, like what a great team was built and gosh, the team delivered so much during that time. I guess I would say that I wouldn't really expect anyone to remember specifically what JD did, but what the team did. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. 